Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Good Saturday morning. Talking all things gardening. And you know it is another Georgia football winning weekend. Hello to my Georgia Tech brothers and sisters. But yeah, we got a big game here in Midtown Atlanta in just a little bit. So tailgate and pregame and all of that starting at 8 o'clock right here on your home of the dogs and, of course, kickoff at Bobby Dodd Stadium at noon. We can all be friends as soon as this game is over. Clean, old-fashioned hate, I believe it is, between the Bulldogs and the Yellow Jackets. It's going to be a good day. And next Saturday, I kind of think I'm off the air early again because of the SEC championship game. That has yet to be determined, but, of course, that's going to be in Atlanta, so we'll see uh, what the weekend brings. But nevertheless, glad to be here with you for at least two hours today. We've already had some great calls, 404-872-0750. And Peter in Noonan called in the last hour, uh, new to houseplants. And I love hearing from people wanting to do something for the first time. And I think houseplants are such a good addition to your life. Uh, they'll make you happier. They, they, I don't know, the verdict's still out if they really clean and purify the air in your home. But nevertheless, it just makes for a, a very warm, happy environment when you bring in houseplants. So um, I posted some of the suggestions I had for Peter on the Facebook page. I didn't think I'd have time to do that this morning, but I did. Uh, Green and Growing WSB on Facebook. There's some plants that may look familiar to you, and I've got the names of them as well. His need was low light houseplants, right? So you don't really have that bright, sunny, eastern-facing window necessarily. But that shouldn't stop you um, from not having houseplants. So thanks for the call on that. And up next, I've got Dan calling from my hometown of Woodstock, GA. Good morning, Dan. Hey, good morning. So what's going on with your maple trees? Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. I was very disappointed. I took a lot of pictures of them, uh, but I never sent them to you. I just don't want to go through this next season. So I thought I'd just get some advice. Um, The... Uh, about um, toward the end of the season, everything was looking good. Then I noticed that some of the leaves started curling, and I had spots on the leaves, and and it's like uh, they were being scalded, mm-hmm. or, or like they were um, maybe it would rain, and and then uh, you'd have a high temperature day or something, and uh, and the leaves. Uh, look like they were burned. Now, does had... the does the burn mark look maybe the size of like a a cigarette butt or a little smaller? About that size, uh-huh. or a little bit bigger. Okay, okay. So obviously, my my and, brain and several several different flowers around the yard had bushes had it. I can't think of the name of the bushes, but they're very pretty, and the butterflies are just all over them all oh. the time. Okay. And I love taking pictures of them, but uh, they had the same problem. Okay. So, I mean, as you're describing it, that's exactly it. It's it's a leaf spot 
And depending on what, you know, plant we're talking about, there's specific leaf spots, but just in general, roses can get them, hedges can get them, maple tree as well. Um, it's always caused by a fungal disease. And, you know, fungal spores float throughout the air, so it's very easy to spread to the entire tree. Um, in your case, since it is, you know, concentrated on maples and you're seeing it on maples, I believe that's probably maple tar spot. And the spots are small and they look like they've gotten splashed. The leaves look like they've gotten splashed with tar. Um, the reason you probably didn't notice it earlier in the spring when they were leafing out and they were full and all of that, because the spots start off as kind of a yellow. And then as the summer goes on and we love or the fungus, we don't love it, but uh, fungal spores love that humid, hot air so they can just continue to spread. So those spots go from being yellow to more of a black with like a fine yellow halo around them. And then it becomes more obvious to us once the spots start turning black at the end of summer. And now that the leaves are falling, you can see it very clearly on all the leaves. So um, my best advice to you, it's not going to be fatal to the tree. So that's good news. Um, and like a, a fungicidal spray or a, any kind of fungicide is probably going to help knock it back next spring for sure. So you'll want to do a preventative application of any kind of fungicide. Um, but for right now, I think maybe folks heard me say this in the last hour too, Dan, it's really, really good to go ahead and remove the fallen leaves from the area because that fungus, it overwinters. The cold weather is okay. not going to kill it. So all that leaf litter beneath the tree, the fungus is just going to kind of hang out. Um, okay. So remove all those leaves, go ahead and just put them in a refuge you know, bag or something like that to go out with the trash. Yes, mm -hmm. I have been doing that. Oh, good, good. I mean, that yep. is number one, like just best management practices as far as, you know, good hygiene and things in, in the landscape. I mean, that really goes a long way. Um, mm -hmm. But but don't worry about the health of the maple. It doesn't get into the vascular system or anything like that. So it's going to be it's going to be just fine. But, yeah, you'll notice it could definitely spread to other other plants nearby. Yeah, it, it did. So since you didn't share those pictures with me, to make sure that I'm right, though, when we get off the phone, you know, Google like maple tar spot and see if the spots look okay. that way. But that's certainly I'll what it sounds it. like to me. All right. Oh, good. I'll do that. All okay. right. Well, thanks, Dan. Thank Have a great so weekend. Much. You're so, right. so welcome. Oh, I love that's a that's easy fix. No need to panic. But yeah, just thinking of good, good practices in the landscape. 404-872-0750 is the number for green and growing. Also asking for your calls on what you're thankful for when it comes to your landscape, when it comes to your garden, maybe house plants that have a sentimental meaning. And I knew my friend Mickey Gasaway calling from Pike Nursery this morning would come through. And you sent me the most amazing text message about some stories behind things that you're grateful for, but much better said by you, my friend, than me. Good morning. Hey. How are you? Very good. So, I mean, tell me, well, tell the listeners, too, because I know I have the text message. But some <laughs> You've of the, heard it 50 times. But, I mean, the plants that you've got and the stories behind them are fantastic. Well, um, I guess well, there are two. I have two favorites that I'm grateful for, and one of them is my peony. I've got a, we had, a, my family had a, our family farm was in Cadmus, Georgia, which is in Monroe County, and way pre-Civil War, and we owned the property until just a few years ago. But anyway, this peony came from down there, and then my mom and daddy moved it to Atlanta, and so I grew up with it, and then I have moved it twice wow. that I've moved, and um, it's it's beautiful. It, I, it looks like a festival maximum. I think that's what it is, but the secret to it is planting it right, 
and planting it real shallow. Mm-hmm. And my daddy always told me that peonies were Yankee plants. They like to be cold. Oh. So you plant them real shallow, and you, un- you pull the mulch off of them in the wintertime and so that they get cold. Mama used to put ice on them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and dump the, of course, we, had, we didn't have an ice maker, so she'd use do a tray of ice on them. But I don't know whether that really did any good or not. But in the, the I mean, they've survived in the family for over 100 years, right. so somebody's doing something right. And then in the summer, uh, you mulch them to mm-hmm. keep them cool. Okay, but okay, they do so need a sunny you, spot, right, even though they, they like do. the chill temperatures to, to yes, really put yes, on blooms. They need, yeah, they need sun. And they're it's huge and these beautiful blooms and smells wonderful and it makes me happy. It makes me think of makes me thankful for my family every time I, I look at it. Yes. And then okay, and then, and then another one that like the, the, the lineage of that. Where did it come yes. from? <laughs> the J plant is from my mother's twin sister's mother in law. <laughs> I, I barely remember um, them too, but anyway, it's from her, so that's got to be a zillion years ago. And uh, it's a jade plant, and uh, my aunt Abby gave it to me, and I have given it to, um, you know, pieces of it for years. I've given it to my daughters-in-law and my daughter and my granddaughters. And I think they probably roll their eyes when they see me with the plant in my hand, but um, <laughs> it's it's just so easy to grow. I love jade plants. I just love them. Now, jade plants are good. Um... Oh, I see Clark Howard on TV right now, and he's in the studio where I am. I had an out-of-body experience for a second. I'm sorry. I was like, he's, he's in the studio. Wait, I'm right here. Wait at him for me. Wait at him for me. Oh, my me. God. That was really distracting. <laughs> um, so the jade plant, that is a good house plant. And it's, yes. is it considered a succulent, though, because the leaves are nice and lush? And you I know. think it is, but I don't think of it as a succulent because I treat it just like all my other, you know, just the regular house plant. It's in the window. Yeah, but I promise you, if a, a, a one of the leaves gets knocked off of the cat knocks it off or something, and it falls on the the soil, it'll put down roots. Isn't that crazy? So That's why it's so yeah, so easy to propagate. Now, when you're yes. passing it along to granddaughters and things like that, and you just start one little leaf at a time to make no, a new plant. No, I just I <clears throat> I cut off a, a little with maybe three leaves on it, yeah, probably and I let it sit start. overnight. I let it sit overnight, and then I stick it in some soil. And some, I have to admit, I don't always use, I don't use succulent soil. I just use potting soil for that, the good pike potting soil, and it works fine. When you let it sit overnight, (laughs) what are you letting the cut dry? Yeah, you let it kind of callous over, and I do that with any kind of succulents that I'm going to propagate. Wow, okay. That's neat. And then how how large is the jade that you've got? It's not that big. It's probably... Oh, maybe a foot tall, something like that, because I keep it cut back. But um, anyway, remind me next time I see you, I'll give you some of it. There you go. <laughs> see, that's how we keep these things going. And I'm seeing so many on the Garden Facebook pages right now, Christmas cactus and Thanksgiving cactus and how crazy those are going. I mean, folks can pass those down for a long, long time. Mickey, thank you so much for the great stories of your plants and your passion for plants. I, I know you take that to heart, and a lot of folks should. Gardeners really have a lot of sentimental meaning to things in the landscape. Have a good Saturday, my friend. We'll be right back. It's time for a break to check traffic and weather. You're listening to Green and Growing on WSB. It's Scott Slate. Did you know you can listen to Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca on Saturday mornings on your smart speaker? And me too, weekday mornings. Just tell your smart speaker, play 95.5 WSB, and we're on. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Here's Ashley.
The sun's starting to rise on what's going to be a really beautiful weekend for you to get stuff done, maybe do some of that holiday shopping. I don't know how many of you were out uh, yesterday for Black Friday, but I've been told it was pretty crazy. 404-872-0750. We're just glad to be back, right? So the weather update brought to you by Finley Roofing today and tomorrow. Mostly sunny, going to be cool days and breezy at times. Highs only topping out in the upper 50s and lows around the mid-30s. And that's pretty much going to be the trend for the rest of the week. Warming up by midweek to almost 70, can we say that, as soon as Wednesday. Green and Growing. Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Here's your garden to-do list this week. So you don't have to do it this weekend since it's cold. Maybe wait till Wednesday. I mean, if it's almost 70 degrees, that's going to be a good day to get out in the yard. So number one, prune back things like Confederate Rose, Rose of Sharon, Euonymus and Ligustrum, just those shrubs that get really, really big. Uh, Confederate Rose is the one that has really big leaves, and now they're starting to go from green to yellow and drop. But that's that bush that, uh, from a distance, people think it's a snowball bush, or even they've called it a hydrangea if you're not real close to it. But bright, big pink and white blooms on the same plant. Uh, That's a Confederate rose, but that can be pruned now. Rose of Sharon, a lot of them don't even have leaves anymore. They're in the hibiscus family, so they just look ugly. They can be cut back next to nothing. Uh, Number two, plant trees and shrubs now. Camellia is a good one. Look out for Yuletide and apple blossom varieties at Pike Nursery. Camellias are evergreen, waxy green leaves, really beautiful. And we talked about Japanese maples earlier in the show with Norm Mitleider. Find the one that you want. Decide on a beautiful burning red or a nice yellow, golden yellow, and Get those in the ground. And number three, stop feeding houseplants. You do not have to fertilize because they're not in active growth right now. And also slack up on watering them as much. Um, but still use your finger. I mean, just stick your finger down into the top of the soil, maybe up to your knuckle. And if those first you know, inch and a half, two inches are dry, then it needs some water. But the, most of them don't prefer to be you know, in a saucer with water. That's going to be pretty detrimental and they don't need to stay too wet. Uh, You can spray the leaves if you feel like the room's just really dried out with running the heat so often. And if some start to drop leaves, that's okay. Don't panic because that's perfectly normal. So coming up on, um, you know, Black Friday yesterday, Cyber Monday, and then kind of a newer, you know, day that we recognize is Giving Tuesday. And that is coming up on uh, November 30th, this Tuesday, a day for you to kind of hold back a little bit of money and donate to charities, nonprofits, 501c3s. And so I thought from the gardening aspect, there's a lot of great organizations here in the city that do a lot for conservation, a lot for our parks, educating gardeners, camps for kids. So some of the organizations that have just been really, really helpful to me and to this show, and we've had folks on from these these places and they've taught us a lot, uh, Piedmont Park, piedmontpark.org. The uh, gift that you make on Giving Tuesday supports keeping the park clean and green over 200 plus acres. Money goes towards restoration and beautification of the park that we love so much right in the heart of Midtown. TreesAtlanta.org. I've had Greg Levine on a number of times. Um, And the Assurance Foundation, they're matching donations from Giving Tuesday up to $15,000. So that's really cool to help Trees Atlanta. Your gift is instantly going to be doubled. Um, The Green Meadows Preserve. It's been a long time since I've been out there in West Cobb County. Jim Bearden is one of the volunteers but runs the Bluebird Trail out there. And so you can donate at greenmeadowspreserve.org. And you can donate to Green Meadows, but also if you want it to go toward the Bluebird Trail and more homes for bluebirds, just write that in the comments section. Uh, Triple Team Traffic Food Drive. 
Doug Turnbull, Mark Aram, Mark McKay, and myself will be out at the Publix on Rucker Road in Alpharetta on Tuesday during the Mark Aram Show from 4 to 7, accepting donations for the Atlanta Food Bank, and they are in dire need this year, folks. And one last one, Dunwoody Nature Center, dunwoodynature.org. The donation would go toward conservation efforts and classes and camps for the kids. So if you have a little bit of extra money to spare, those are some great organizations that promote gardening and just beautification for our city. 404-872-0750. We'll be back with Pike Nursery on Green and Growing. with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Good Saturday morning. Yeah, plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. You never know what all we're going to uh, talk about on the show, but here with you for another half hour, and then we're making way for the Georgia Bulldogs right here on your home of the dogs, 95.5 WSB, with a kickoff at Bobby Dodd Stadium facing off against Georgia Tech at noon today. 404-872-0750 is the number to get into Green and Growing. You still have some time. So usually we talk to Pike Nursery at 830 right at the end of the show, bumping them up an hour early since we're going to be off the air early. And love talking to my friend Allison Smith, the manager of the East Cobb store. Good morning. Good morning, Ashley. How are you? You're you're a morning person, and I love having you on because you're just so enthusiastic, and you love your job. You love what you do, and you love the customers at your store. I really, really do, and this is such a great time of year. Everyone is just filled with so much joy inside the store and all of our customers that come in. It's a great time of year at Pike. You know, and I think, you know, very few good things came out of a pandemic, right? But last year, there was a, a lot more people buying live trees than ever before. I think they just needed that holiday spirit. They needed that cheer. And I think that trend is certainly set to continue this year with more and more folks uh, becoming interested in a live Christmas tree. Sure, it's a little more expensive, but my gosh, there's nothing like it. And so tell us, how was Black Friday? Was did was there a run on trees and all they're all gone and everybody got their trees? <laughs> oh goodness, no. It was it was wonderfully smooth and we had loads of families and dogs and friends um, in and shopping and, and picking out their their special tree. But we've got full lots. We are ready for the season. So I know a lot of people fortunately got to travel and be with their families for Thanksgiving this year and um, and are just now getting back in town and ready for their tree. Rest assured, we have got you covered. And Pike Nursery opens seven days a week, so you can go pick out the tree Sunday through Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now that we got Thanksgiving out of the way, y'all were closed Thursday, which I'm so glad that you were. But um, so tell us about the trees for folks who are just shaking their head like, no, I, I have allergies. I can't do a live tree. Au contraire. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. We've got a tree. It's a Nordman tree, and uh, they are considered the hypoallergenic tree. First of all, they're gorgeous, um, but they're great for allergies. I've got a niece who's got a little bit of allergies, and that's a great tree for her um, and for their family. Uh, they also don't shed quite as much as some of, as some of your nobles and Frasers. Um, we keep our trees fresh cut and in water um, all season here, and so that uh, really extends the life of your tree. So getting a tree now is just as good as, as getting it two weeks from now. Um, and we have tree preserve that'll keep it uh, extending its life as well to put it there in the water. 
Um, but the Nordman trees are gorgeous. They kind of look almost like a Norman Rockwell painting. Wow. They're so pretty. Yeah, I love them. I had one last year, and it might be my new favorite. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, you can get a flock tree, and that'll cut down on allergens, and they're stunning. A flock tree just looks – it's like a fake snow tree, and it is beautiful. I've got tons of clients who've gotten a flock tree, and they've never gotten another tree. Otherwise, they, they get a flock tree every year. Well, and so that so flocking kind of seals in some of the moisture, you know, along the branch and the needles and things like that. So we do we still have to water a flock tree or just not as often? Not at all. You don't have to keep it oh, in water. Wow. It seals that tree up so it doesn't evaporate water as quickly. Um, so it just stays in place. They're really beautiful. And ornaments and lights just pop with that uh, pretty, pretty snow-like look. So I'm glad to hear that the Pike Nursery location is still full Christmas tree lots if you plan on getting your tree this weekend, Um, but also something else to consider. You know, we did talk to Charles Lampkin last weekend about the trees. So other decor that y'all have, maybe we don't have room for a tree or we're going to be on the road, but there's certainly other live decorations that we can do around the house that still give you that great smell and that Christmas feel. Oh, absolutely. Christmas is such a great time of scents and uh, greenery, and we've got garland and fresh wreaths. Um, we can do fresh cut garland for fence lines or over your entryway, along your banisters. We've got the prettiest garland, and it just smells amazing. Um, a couple different types. We've got cedar, then a mixed cedar garland. That's the traditional smell. Um, I love cutting it because my hands smell like it all day. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and both of those drape really prettily over mantles, um, doorways. We also have a noble fir garland, and that matches uh, a lot of our noble trees. It gives that that look of, of your Christmas tree. So you can blend that in. It's a little thicker and fuller, uh, really pretty. And you can even make your own wreath out of that if you want. Oh, nice. And then we've got um, white pine garland, which you'll see a lot of times on the little white fence lines. Um, it drapes really easily. It goes great over mailboxes, entryways. It's a real sweet, almost classic country look. So that's so more of like that. a pine needle look, a longer yes. garland a little bit by yeah. length of needles. It's a really good um, economical choice, Ashley, if you're trying to cover a real large area. So it does well. White pine garland. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. great. And I mean, we can pop a red bow on there and it's just as simple as that. And I mean, ta-da, you've got Christmas decorations. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I did want to touch, you know, a lot of people... Uh, have questions about measurements and they come in and they're not sure how to measure their garland. Um, Really easy to go through that. You just want to measure the amount and multiply by 1.5 if you're looking like at the staircase or a mantle or your doorway. But if you get here and you forgot to measure, don't sweat it. We've got a quick little measuring chart and we've got tons of associates who have measuring tape. We can walk you through it. We can help you get exactly what you need and a little bit extra just to cover your bases. So when you multiply times 1.5, like is that so it swoops or drapes a little bit? Exactly, exactly. And sometimes, you know, it's not going to cut the corner exactly on a 90 degree if you're looking at the doorway. And so you want just a little extra to drape over there for sure. Nice. Okay. All right. So that's pretty simple. I mean, get the garland that you need. And now to keep it up, like maybe we're, you know, it's inside, Allison, we've got it over the mantle or something like that. Can we just mist it with a spray bottle and that be sufficient? Well, yeah, you can do that. But a really neat trick that a lot of um, our clients uh, have followed is take that garland when you get home and you can put it in your sink or your tub and soak it 
just for um, maybe five, ten minutes and get it nice and nice and moist. And then we sell um, something called Wilt Stop. It's organic. And it's it's just an extract of pinene. So it just kind of seals the uh, the garland there so it won't evaporate huh. water as quickly. And you've just kind of hydrated it. And it will last all season. It's a, it's a real winner. We oh, um, we have tons of it. I've yeah. never heard of submerging in the bathtub and just letting it yeah. really take in that water. Yeah. Wow. You know, it doesn't have to be an all-day affair. Just soak it up. We keep ours um, wet in the morning. We give them a little, a little blessing um, of water, <laughs> so to speak, so they're nice and fresh for you. And we keep them in the shade, so they're nice and protected when you get them fresh cut here. But that's just a little trick a lot of our clients um, have used. And, and that helps, especially for the greenery that's outside that may be exposed to heat, wind, or sun. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Now, so moving on from garland, the cedar and mixed cedar and white pine different varieties of wreaths like what are we looking for as far as live wreaths oh we've got such a great such a great selection for people who want to come in and just get a wreath that's already decorated we've got a variety of those some with like little faux apples and berries in them a little red ribbon already decorated you can just pop them on your door they are live wreaths so they have that christmas smell and that christmas feel and that christmas look also, we've got a variety of sizes from, I think, 20 inches all the way up to 48 inches, Whoa. really big ones, of noble wreaths that are simple and plain. So you can have that classic simple look with just a red bow, or you can dive through some of our fresh incense, fresh red holly berries, and bows and decor we have inside the store and decorate it up yourself. It's a great family project to just get one of those plain, um, beautiful, noble wreaths that's already wired up and just get with the family and start decorating it yourself. It's a lot of fun. I've done it with my family, and it's a blast. Yeah, absolutely. You just buy buy some wire, have some wire cutters yeah. handy, and you're able to twist pine cones on there like like you said, berries, any, anything you mm -hmm. want. Exactly. And we also, this year, as in past years, have some boxwood wreaths. And that's a real sweet look. It's just that evergreen look. If you've got it, you want some on your windows or on your door to kind of complement some of your landscape boxwoods, that's a classic look as well that we love. You know, I like the look too. I mean, boxwood is definitely like a little more delicate look that I mm -hmm. wouldn't really think of in wintertime. But almost reminds me of it. I know it's not the same. Like like you said, it's more contemporary. Like yes. People use eucalyptus wreaths and things. It's like a paler yeah. green, and that is very modern and very contemporary looking, but um, still totally works. I mean, the box would look the same right. thing. That's just something different. And I would be remiss not to mention uh, the beautiful faux wreaths that we also have, the lifelike wreaths. Some people just want to have something that they can put out on their windows or maybe on that extra door and then store away every year to bring it back out. And we've got a great variety of those, too. So if you're hesitant about getting a, a live wreath everywhere in your home, rest assured, we've got some really pretty lifelike ones as well. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, Allison, thank you so much for your knowledge on fresh garlands, fresh wreaths at Pike Nursery. If you just don't have the space or need to take a break on a live tree, you've still got some definitely great options. Go ahead and have Christmas all over your home. Um, so y'all are still doing kind of, I mean, now that COVID is kind of what it, it is, what it is, but folks shopping in the stores, yes, but you still make, you know, exceptions and easy on customers who aren't shopping in the nurseries. 
Absolutely. We've got some great options. If you wanted to order your tree, garland, wreaths, any of that online and come pick it up, of course you can do that. We had that last year, and we have it again this year. Additionally, if you want to go online and choose a tree, garland, etc., any of our Christmas offerings, and have them delivered, we have those opportunities available as well. Just visit pikenursery.com and click on the shop um, tab, mm-hmm. and it'll open up. You can choose your favorite store, and we're here to help. Wow. Always feel free to call the store as well. We're happy to walk you through anything. In you the need. Atlanta area, having it delivered to your door. Allison Smith of the East Cobb location, thank you so much for joining me this morning. It's my pleasure. Happy holidays, Ashley. You too. Merry Christmas. I'm sure we'll be talking again. PikeNursery.com for everything Allison just spoke about in the Christmas shop. I'll be back with the top three things to do in the landscape this weekend. You're listening to 95.5 WSB. It's Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on 95.5 WSB. The news, weather, and traffic team will be here first thing Monday morning to help you get back to work on time and informed. Now back to Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Thank you, Scott. Just a few more minutes left to go on Green and Growing. Your weather update for the weekend brought to you by Finley Roofing. Mostly sunny, cool, and breezy today and tomorrow. Highs only getting up just below 60 degrees, so it's going to stay chilly. May have a really warm day come midweek. Temperatures and highs getting back around the mid to upper 60s, so that lends itself right into the things you could be doing this week. Green Green and Growing. Ashley Frasca's top three things to do this weekend. Because number one is planting trees and shrubs. Now is the best time of year for the installation of new plants like that. And hey, maybe you want to wait till Tuesday or Wednesday when it's a little bit warmer. But still, the soil's fine. Dig that hole. Plant those. Make sure you keep up with the watering as they establish. And they're going to be just fine. Number two, it's a good time to prune Confederate Rose, Rose of Sharon, Euonymus and Ligustrum, just to name a few. If you're reducing something as large as uh, Euonymus or Ligustrum shrubs, never remove more than one-third at a time. So you're going to have to kind of do it over a couple of seasons to really reduce the size. But have clean, sharp pruners. That's going to do the trick. And number three, stop feeding houseplants. No need for fertilizer right now. Lighten up on the water a little bit too. They can maybe go every couple of weeks without water, but just stick your finger in the soil and make sure. Um, And a lot are dropping leaves right now. That's okay. That's perfectly normal. Just like we lose hair, they're going to grow some back. So that's fine. And that kind of lends me to something um, our friend Walter Reeves had noticed. A lot of people contacted him in the last few months, freaking out about uh, browning needles and arborvitae and Leland Cypress uh, noticing some needle drop. And you know what? That's perfectly normal. Um, they do it shedding, you know, needles just like any other tree would. As they age, they turn yellow, they brown, they drop off. Um, Arborvitae, too, they can shed branchlets, like whole little branchlets rather than just needles. But again, that's okay. And where you're noticing some of the seasonal leaf drop and needle drop, rather, is more from the inside of the arborvitae or the inside of the Leland. You're not really noticing the browning on the outside of the tips of the branches so much. But no need to be alarmed. No fungicide necessary. That is normal. Everything will start to pop back into place come the warmer weather. Well, it's been a fun Saturday morning. We are going to make way 
for your Georgia Bulldogs coming up right here on a Georgia football Saturday weekend. It's going to be Georgia versus Georgia Tech right here down the street in Midtown Atlanta. The Bulldogs are already there at Bobby Dodd Stadium. So pregame and tailgate, all of that begins here in just a few minutes with kickoff at noon. And then, you know, next Saturday it is the same story there with the SEC championship matchup in downtown Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So your Georgia Bulldogs don't have to travel too far to go to the SEC championship game. It's been a great Saturday. I loved hearing from all of you some great questions. A lot of the questions that were asked today I've also put up on the Green and Growing Facebook page. So search Facebook for Green and Growing WSB. And you can see some of the things we talked about. Um, I'll post something in just a little while about the black twig borer and what to do if you've maybe had some maples or magnolias affected by this little guy. Um, some ideas for house plants. Some of the great Christmas information we just got from Allison Smith, a Pike Nursery, the manager of the East Cobb location. You don't have to do a live tree if you just don't have the time or don't have the space. Live garlands, live wreaths are going to be beautiful additions to your Christmas decor. So I invite you to call next Saturday. I'll be here 6 to 8. 404-872-0750 and Dave Baker not up next University of Georgia Bulldog football comes at you thanks to Brent thanks for Ann for being here today have a great Saturday guys Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.